The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus called to him the twelve and began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over the unclean spirits. He charged them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and not put on two tunics. And he said to them, where you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. And if any place will not receive you and they refuse to hear you, when you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet for a testimony against them. So they went out and preached that men should repent. And they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many that were sick and healed them. The Gospel of the Lord. So as we look at the readings for today, the first reading from the first book of Kings, we see the final moments of the life of the wonderful uh, King David, the one who accomplished so much for God, who accomplished so much for God's people, and who desired to do so much more. He desired as well, as we've seen, to build the temple, but we know that the Lord wanted that it would be his son that built the temple. And so David then, even though his son was the one to build the temple, already began in his life to collect the resources for the building of that temple. And so by the time he had died, he had such an abundance of these resources that would then enable the temple to be built with the magnificence that it was. And he also then in this moment that we read today is handing over the authority to his son, handing over uh, the charge to his son to continue on the work that he has begun. And that's how we then can look at the gospel today. The Lord in the gospel today, he is beginning his third, if you will, uh, mission belt or this band of mission that he will go out and the last of his life, this preaching mission that he will go to all the towns and all the villages and preach the good news. And so what he is doing now, like any good teacher, he gives his students a practical lesson. He sends them out with this authority that he gives to them uh, an authority that will continue even after his death and will be established after his death. And so he is beginning now to hand this authority to his church, the authority over unclean spirits, the authority to heal. And that healing is physical, yes. The signs we know if we read in the Acts of the Apostles, the apostles worked many miracles, and these miracles were in order to confirm the truth of what they taught. But these healings were not only to confirm what they taught, but were also to represent the, sacrament, the sacramental ministry of the church, the healing of souls. And so how souls are healed through the sacraments is also because Christ has given this authority to his church. Those whose sins you forgive are forgiven. Those whose sins you retained are retained. Go, baptize all nations in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. These are the commissions that the Lord will give to his church, commissions to preach the truth, commissions to heal and to work with the power of his own miracles, but also and most especially to heal souls through the sacraments. 
And so the Lord calls them to him. He calls to him the 12. He is the principal. He's the source of this power. And so the first movement that he calls them to is to make sure that they are reestablished and that they are deeply united and have an intimate relationship with him. He calls them to himself first. He is the one. He is the source from whom the church will flow. He is the source from which the truth will flow. He is the source from which the power to work miracles, to sanctify, and to and he will is the source as well of the grace and power of the sacraments. And so he calls them to himself, and then he sends them out two by two. I think I've said this before, but St. Gregory has a wonderful commentary on this. He says he sends them out two by two because there are two principles to charity. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind and love your neighbor as yourself. And so he says, no one can preach the gospel if they have not yet worked charity in their own life. If they are not seeking for charity in their own life, they cannot then yet preach the gospel. And so he sends them out two by two because the minimum for charity required is that there are two persons, that there can be a charity that exists between them. And so he calls them to this example of charity and to live this example of charity and then he also gives them authority over the unclean spirits, the spirits that have no love, the spirits that have no charity. And so it is because of this union and this authority that they have from him that they then have this power over the unclean spirits. And what does he do then after that? He charges them to take nothing for their journey except the minimum. He is calling them to be more concerned for heavenly things than for earthly things. He is also calling them to rely completely on his word and his promises. When he promises them that he will provide, they have to act according to that promise. They cannot make any other provisions. He tells them that his providence will care for them. And so they go forward in that confidence because if they are calling other people to believe in the word, they themselves must believe in the word. And so they must be a completely abandoned to the word and the promises of Jesus Christ so that they can then call others to the same. And so they leave all earthly cares to God's providence and to his love, and they go forth in this love and in this confidence and in this trust to proclaim the gospel message. And this is the beautiful example and the beautiful way in which the apostles then go forth. They go forth in this earthly poverty but abundant in the riches of heaven. And they bring those riches then to all who will hear them. And they show their own, through their own example, this life of a disregard of earthly treasures and a complete overwhelming solicitude for the things of heaven. Today we celebrate the feast, or the, uh, we celebrate St. Blaise, also his own testimony that he gave to Christ. But after Mass, we will also have the blessing of the throats through his intercession. This other wonderful saint who went forth with the same confidence in the word, confidence unto death, knowing that the promises of Christ will always be fulfilled. Amen.